I call to order the July 25th Franklin School Committee meeting. Meetings are recorded by Franklin TV and shown on Comcast Channel 11 and Verizon Channel 29, as well as recorded by Franklin Matters. Any individual who also wishes to record the meeting must notify the chair in accordance with Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 38, Section 20F. At the conclusion of our meeting, we will be adjourning to executive session and will be returning to open meeting to adjourn. At this time, we will do the Pledge of Allegiance, if everyone could stand. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. As is customary, we will pause for a moment of silence. Thank you. All right, moving along, review of agenda. Agenda looks okay to everyone. Okay. Payment of bills, Mr. McNeil. Bills are in order. All right. Payroll is all set. We have no student reps, so we will take a, take it away, Mr. Jakir. Superintendent's report. I will. I will. Good evening, everyone um, out there on TV, on Zoom, and in the chambers. We uh, appreciate you tuning in. Um, I hope everyone's having a good summer. I know that uh, it's, a, it's important to take time to unplug and recharge and, and gather with family and friends and try to uh, just reflect on the year and whatnot. I think that's a great segue into my superintendent's report, um, which will kick off with an update on some of the work that we've been doing um, across the school district over the summer. And while we do find time to balance it to spend time with family and friends, there's also work that needs to get done along the way, and it's the opportunity to engage in, in some, of that, some of that work. So, I'll start off with a brief update on our administrative pre-treat. I don't know if I've ever mentioned the Emmett Smith commercial before, where, uh, before, uh, for the second consecutive year, we held uh, an administrative pre-treat the day after school ended, and we are able to bring our assistant principals, principals, central office staff, um, all together to reflect on the 2022-23 school year. And um, as I previously shared with you, um, we spent the majority of our spring through May and June in really budget season um, through that. And I think the opportunity to come together on the, at the end of the school year um, was one that we wanted to make sure that we that, that happened. But I would say we're certainly disadvantaged when we have to meet at the end of the school year. I just want to put that in context for planning for the next school year. We, we continue to do that, but when there are variables, there are certain pieces of a plan you can't really formalize until you know kind of where you stand with the team that you're going to field. So, but we, we did spend that time wisely. We started with some professional, personal reflection, and then it led into kind of what were some of the challenges, the successes, and things that we want to see moving forward. Like what can we um, predict and try to move forward and avoid next year, um, things we can learn from, and then things that were successful, how do we build off of those? And what are some of those highlights that worked in one building and maybe would be um, well suited to be transferred and shared among other schools, so that type of work. Uh, moving forward, we have our administrative retreat next week, August 1st through the 3rd, and we're really excited about that opportunity. It's a three-day leadership retreat. In the past, we've started with principals and then brought our APs into it. This year, we're going to have our assistant principals and principals together um, for the entire time and just engage in, in that work as, a, as an entire team, um, just to make sure that we're all hearing the same message we're all part of the same conversations. Um, we're excited to invite um, K-12 
Katie Novak from the Novak Institute for MTSS will be facilitating work on um, UDL. She'll also be working with us on um, really trying to design a PD day. One of the days is professional learning for my administrators, and the other two days will be really about planning and strategic planning, using some of the skills that we learn, and then continuing our work with our school improvement plans and district improvement plans. Uh, we will be holding it off-site, not too far, at Dean College. Um, they were uh, gracious enough to host us in the same building, in the same kind of uninterrupted, really, um, really a good space for the type of work that we need to engage in. So I want to thank Tina and Paula for their work and uh, helping us secure the space and helping design the three days um, with the consultant and with our team. Um, we're excited to welcome Dr. Bob Dutch. Uh, to the meeting. He's our um, interim school business administrator who will be here. This is his first meeting. So um, he has also been pivotal in, as he's learning on a, on a pretty sharp learning curve um, for Franklin Public Schools, he certainly is engaged asking the right questions and we're excited to have him come aboard and continue the work, the good work that we've started and finished. So um, moving forward uh, for our own professional learning, Dr. Rogers, Paula, and I all went to the Massachusetts uh, Massachusetts Association of School Superintendents, their Executive Institute, uh, which was held July 11th through the 13th. And it was uh, once again held at the Cape. It's a great conference. Um, not only is the professional development um, worth it, the networking opportunities with other um, superintendents who are in the same role. We don't often get opportunities to meet um, at a large uh, gathering like that to discuss kind of problems of practice things that are on our mind. Some people have already conducted or engaged in different work that we haven't, and we have done some things that others haven't. So those are all benefits, in addition to the programming that they offer. And they had a variety of programs available that we divided and conquered based on what they offered. Everything from um, working on how do you move from surviving to thriving um, as a district and as a leadership team. Um, there was work on equity. There was also uh, work on just logistics and planning, school improvement planning, and um, also um, budget development and how we're all dealing with a post-pandemic kind of fiscal uh, fiscal challenge that, that uh, multiple towns are all engaging in. So I thought it was just really uh, well worth it. And the keynotes that they chose this year were excellent um, to really send the message. So that was really uh, well attended and it was a great conference. Um, just an update, elementary literacy materials. As you know, the core program review committee reviewed um, all of the high quality literacy materials. You heard Dr. Frazier mention that. Those have now arrived. So through the approval through your budget, um, we were able to secure those materials. They've been delivered to every elementary school, unpacked, and um, they're in the process of planning um, for a further rollout. But I just wanted to give you an update on what, what's happening with some of those materials. and. Um, the human resources update, you know, we're in a different position than we were last year. If you remember, we had 117 jobs in July. We have approximately 30 openings currently. Um, they range. Uh, that number is rolling because we have recommendations coming in every day. There was a stack. I was on vacation. Uh, I returned, and there was certainly a stack of um, folks that, if I hadn't made the call uh, in midweek, there were other folks that were interviewing, and we continue to try to hire the best candidates we can for positions, ESPs, teaching positions, secretaries, uh, assistant principals, uh, searching. We hired our early childhood education principal, Dr. Uh, uh, Mr. Andy, Andy Barn uh, Burnaby, 
uh, who's coming aboard and should be starting next week uh, with us after he finishes his uh, ESY, his version of his summer, summer programming. So we're excited to bring him up aboard and um, there's been other uh, staffing. I'll continue to provide you with an updated report as I did in June, end of June. And just to hit on some key dates, I know it's June 25th, July. July 25th, um, we have our high school experience will run uh, August 8th and 9th for our incoming freshmen to Franklin High School. New teacher orientation will take place August 22nd through the 24th. First day of school for staff will be on August 28th. Professional development day will be on the 29th and students uh, join us on August 30th. And uh, for those who are going to follow up with a question from last year, what about K and ECDC? K will be the 31st, ECDC will be on September 5th. I will publish this report in writing and I'll share it with you all as well, but I just wanted to verbally share some of the updates that we have. It's a little longer because we had a, a bit of time that's lapsed, but I wanted to make sure everyone was clear on what's happening and the work that's happening across the district. Thank you very much. Go down the line, Camille. No questions. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, first, uh, Dr. Dutch, uh, welcome uh, to the district. Look forward to uh, to the work uh, that we'll be able to do. And uh, uh, Superintendent Jagir, thanks for uh, the update about the open positions. I remember, yeah, just last year we were we put like the website up on the TV to where you can kind of go and hire. And so it's fantastic to kind of hear where the numbers are already at because of the work that's being done. And uh, if you wouldn't mind too, just kind of you know continuing to, to do that over the summer, uh, that'll be great just to, to see where those numbers are to get closer and closer to uh, the start of school. But thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just one question regarding the open positions. Mm -hmm. um, so how much of that is administrative? So for we currently have two administrative openings, two assistant principal openings. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you for this update. You know, it's great to hear of all the hard work that uh, members of the administration as well as uh, our teachers are doing in preparation for um, uh, the upcoming school year. It's very encouraging here. And uh, Dr. Dutch, uh, welcome aboard. Thank, Thank you for you. being here. Appreciate it. No questions, but congratulations on hiring an ACDC principal. It's very exciting. Um, no questions, but thanks. Thank you. Welcome aboard, Dr. Dutch. All right. Thank you, Lucas. Um, moving right along, no guests presentation. So we'll go right to discussion action items. Okay. So in your packet, you will notice there are two discussion action items for, um, for discussion and action. The first is our space needs and facilities assessment subcommittee. Um, there's a recommendation to dissolve that committee. And you'll notice after it, the next action is to recommendation of the establishment of a school facilities master planning subcommittee as detailed. Um, uh, just to be clear, uh, the charge of the space needs was to uh, assess space. We conducted a comprehensive redistricting analysis, which led to a vote. But one of the recommendations that came out of the redistricting analysis report was to form um, a, a subcommittee and work on a master facilities master plan as it relates to schools and that's the charge of this particular subcommittee of the school committee would be to be a part of that particular group as we start to look at the bigger picture of our schools our facilities um, across the board 
So we can start with the first one and then move to, or do the first and open it. Yeah. Okay, first. So I recommend that the school committee dissolve the space needs and facilities assessment and subcommittee as detailed. Is there a motion? So moved. Is there a second? Second. Discussion, questions? Okay. All right, vote will come on the motion. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? I recommend that the school committee establish a school facilities master planning subcommittee as detailed. All right. Is there a motion? So moved. Second? Second. Discussion? Questions? Camille? Um, we did have a system bring up the concern about having the word master in each of the, because there was so much confusion. Um, so I didn't know what you all thought about that. So, I think that, so, so as when we were doing the data stuff, the stuff analysis, um, the consultant consistently used the word master facilities plan. And if you actually like Google like school master facility plan, you'll see all of the towns around that use that same terminology. So, I'm, you know, I'm just... I think by calling it a school facilities master plan. It, it, Spencer. Yes. Through the chair? Yeah. Um, just to, to build off of what you mentioned, um, we had a facilities assessment done, as you mentioned, back for Davis there. One of the recommendations in that facilities assessment report um, on page 54 was any long-term solution should be evaluated as part of a district master plan. So that's where the original verbiage came. When we then um, moved to our registry analysis report at the end, in consultation with the folks that gave that recommendation to kind of analyze the report, um, we had add, we added in um, school facilities master plan, which is how it ended up being titled that um, as a result. It's certainly within your purview to title it as a school committee as you need, but just to give you a little bit of context on where that came from. Um, it came from these two documents. I was just more interested in hearing what they uh, thought Grandmaster Grandmaster Clash, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of on the same same boat, just to avoid any kind of confusion, especially with the what the town council's doing with the master plan happening at the same time. I think it would be very helpful, even if it's just the school facilities, you know, strategic planning or just school facilities planning, or even if we, we kept the same label, you know, here and after referred to as blah, blah, blah. But yeah, just to get away from having that, uh, that master kind of going at the exact same time, I could see some confusion about why are we kind of doing the same shtick when we're not. Yeah, um, definitely agree on that, um, especially given the timing. This, this was separate, and we were doing it prior to the town work. We could understand. Um, and then also, I think it blurs the line of demarcation of who owns what, because the school facilities planning is on our purview, and not necessarily the town that we are now uh, providing their, that our input. Mm -hmm. So having it distinctly titled differently, I think it will help. Um, I do like that title of the school facilities strategic planning. Like that. It encompasses what we're doing. We're, we're looking forward to our facilities from a strategic plan, landscape. Um, so I would support that. Uh, I'm finally going to ask 
says, but I really don't have a strong opinion about it. I have a strong opinion, <laughs> and this is so validating. Um, when we were talking about it initially, I was like, I want it like long range, long term. I feel like we need to like talk about how like this is like we're looking at the long game here, and so um, we sort of landed on this just to put it in as a vote. But I agree. I think it's confusing with the town master plan, and we're doing any type of the word master is confusing in there. I got a couple um, examples from other districts a couple months back, and. Um, Mohawk Regional or Mohawk Trail called it property condition assessment and long range planning analysis, which is like, that's exactly what it is. It doesn't roll off the tongue, true. Um, but I think like long range or long term, something about, like I feel like that, that term for me really speaks to what we're doing. So like, I sort of like school condition assessment or something, whatever. I, I, like, I don't know if strategic plan because we're not like, I don't know like the strategic planning process is like so specific right. when we're talking right. about schools that I feel like we're not we're not gonna run this the same way. This is more like get the plumbing all checked out, get the electricity all checked out, look at the roofs and look at the condition and, um, and then sort of figure out like, okay, let's think way down the road and then sort of backwards plan from there. And so I, I don't know, I, I like long range, long term, something about like the long game. Back to Emmett Smith, maybe. That's not. That's not on the table. No, I will laugh at it every time. No, I won't. Can you say the whole thing? Well, this is just one example. So, property condition assessment and long range planning analysis. No, it's not. It's about long range property assessment. Long range school property assessment. It's not school Yeah, And the word comprehensive comes to mind because I would want to make sure. I think the idea of master was to try to say like this is a comprehensive. All encompassing. Like, yeah. It's not just a look at one part, but mm -hmm. I mean, I understand the sentiment of the master piece being mm -hmm. confusing. That that needs to change. Certainly that if, if it, through the chair. Um, school facilities. Yeah. Like sort of school facilities. assumes like all Long the range stuff, plan. all the all the schools. Like yeah. if we say school facilities, right. like school we know facility. we're talking about all of them, right. not just yeah. one school. It's like a comprehensive yeah. school facilities long range plan. <laughs> right. What's the acronym for that one? Nurse flip. Nurse flip. Comprehensive works. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Oh, sure. If Go ahead. <clears throat> This doesn't set a precedent, Mr. Sherlock. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, no. Okay. Steve Sherlock, Ted Lyons Drive, Franklin Matters, and Franklin Public Radio. Comprehensive works, long range works. You want to try and keep it short, but the objection in terms of master plan, if you, if, even if you put master facilities plan, people can't say master plan. It's a short. So comprehensive facilities plan, long range facility plan, anything like that, that, that works. But just Avoid the confusion. Mm -hmm. The other efforts going, this is not the same thing. Yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah, somebody had a comprehensive facilities planning subcommittee. And then the purpose, we'll talk about long range planning. Yes, <laughs> of the property assessments. <laughs> the property so comprehensive school, school facilities. facilities. I, I think it makes sense to 
keep work. So CSF. Yeah, I like a CSF because you know it's going to be an acronym. CSF. Okay. So you like that name? Yeah. Well, there's a motion and a second on school facilities master planning subcommittee. So can we amend that or do we vote that and then? Put it down. You can make a motion to amend. Oh, can I make a motion to amend? Okay, can I make a motion to amend the title of this new subcommittee to the Comprehensive School Facilities Planning so, Subcommittee? So Second. Okay. Discussion? Questions? All right, so motion to change. So motion to establish a Comprehensive School Facilities Planning Subcommittee. All right, vote will come on the motion. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? All right, carries. Okay. Procedural, that's on the motion for the amendment. You still need to vote. Okay, so, all right. So, is there a motion to establish a comprehensive school facilities planning subcommittee as discussed? So moved. Is there a second? Second. Discussion, question? We'll come on the motion. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Uh, discussion only items, none. Information matters. Superintendent Elevation Week. No new news. Budget David Neal. Budget is not met. However, next Wednesday, August 2nd, 7 p.m., here at the Council Chambers, the Joint Budget Subcommittee will be meeting to discuss the five year uh, fiscal forecast for the town of Franklin and giving a lot of um, very helpful information in terms of what that looks like and what um, change that could potentially entail. So please, I encourage all my fellow members as well as everyone listening and in the community to spread the word and attend because it will be a very informative evening. Policy? Uh, we have not met since last meeting. Consent agenda, Mr. Chair. Okay. 
put you on the spot <coughs> and why. I recommend approval of the minutes from your June 13th, 2023 school committee meeting as detailed. I recommend approval of the budget transfers as detailed. I recommend approval of the request to take the FHS Advanced Placement Government students to New Hampshire on February 12th, 2024 for the primary as detailed. I recommend acceptance of a check for $190.62 from the Oak Street PCC for field trips as detailed. I recommend acceptance of a check for $2,635 from the class of 1973 for supplemental supplies to offset yearbook costs as detailed. I recommend acceptance of two checks totaling $592.46 for the Parmenter PCC for supplemental supplies as detailed. I recommend acceptance of a check for $4,695 from the Remington PCC for field trips as detailed. I recommend acceptance of a check for $2,617 from Music Parents for in-house enrichment as detailed. I recommend acceptance of a check for $265 from the BJ's Wholesale Club for district-wide in-house enrichment as detailed. Is there a motion to approve the consent agenda as detailed? So moved to a second. Second. Discussion, questions? All right, vote will come on the motion. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Moving along, good of the order. In the school committee adopted rules and protocols, item 26 states good of the order's purpose is to allow the members to speak about the functioning of the school committee with the intent of improvement. Would anyone have anything they'd like to share or discuss at this time? No. All right. Yes. We'll say uh, just in terms of overall improvement to kind of piggyback on what my colleague was talking about in the joint budget uh, subcommittee. Uh, for everybody at home, uh, the agenda was just posted, uh, I believe, today. And uh, so you can kind of go right onto the town's uh, page to kind of see the full agenda for that August 2nd meeting. Ton of great information, talking about a lot of the forecasts, a lot of the numbers. It gives primers about uh, what we frankly kind of do moving forward. And so I strongly recommend everybody to kind of take a look at that. And again, it's right on the joint budget subcommittee's page on uh, the town of Franklin's website. Along the citizens' comments. Are there any citizens in the audience, in person or online, who would like to make a comment on an item not on tonight's agenda and falls within the committee's purview? All right. All right. Uh, new business, Mr. Chair. So, for our next meeting, you can expect a draft of the annual report. That's typically um, an August activity. Also, summer curriculum um, projects summer learning programs and a review of, of those and then later in August you can expect us to, as typical we would love to have our handbooks approved mm -hmm. it's that time of year and then also any new hire updates um, but as I mentioned to Mr. Callahan we'll continue to provide some ongoing updates of where we are with hiring as we get closer to August which is right, right around the corner so any questions Moving right along, next we will be entering into executive session and we'll be returning to open meeting. Pursuant to Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 30A, Section 2183, for the purpose of discussing strategy as it relates to collective bargaining with the Franklin Cafeteria Unit, as an open meeting may have a detrimental effect on the bargaining position of the committee as declared by the chair. Is there a motion to enter into executive discussion and return to open meeting as discussed? So moved. Is there a second? Second. Vote will come on the motion. Roll call vote. Camille? 
Yes. Dave Callahan? Yes. Al Charles? Yes. Dave McNeil? Yes. Lee Stokes? Yes. Megan Whitmore? Yes. Dave Spencer? Yes. All right. We will adjourn and be back. I call to order the July 25th Franklin School Committee. And at this time, I would entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Is there a second? Second. All right. Vote will come on the motion. Roll call vote, Camille? Yes. Dave Callahan? Yes. Al? Yes. David Neal? Yes. Elise? Yes. Megan Whitmore? Yes. Yes. Denise? Yes. All right. Meetings adjourned. See you in two weeks. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. And by the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.